Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders. Was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's me, Russell Peters. You're listening to the number one KISS podcast in the world. Shout it out loudcast with me, motherfuckers. And do you know why? You could be having sex. You could be making love. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. Boy. Pressing the button, Star Broker Simmons, Star, Stop shouting! He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss time. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright, gonna grab me an ice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it! Why? Cause fuck them. Six one seven five two five. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like this? Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus. Another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode two sixty one. Best track six on a Kiss album. We couldn't, come, yeah, yeah, we couldn't come up with anything clever in ah. years past. We did, uh, I think, uh, may the fourth be with you, yeah. uh, Cinco de Mayo. There's nothing about six that we can think of that we could come up with a clever title. So we just put what this episode's about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And guess what? I'm on day three of COVID. So fuck it. You're getting an episode. Enjoy it. You have COVID. Yes. I was in Greece. Yep. We still do our duty for you, the loud oh, fan. Exactly. We don't miss episodes. Nope. No, no. We, I, we don't I, miss. We, we so. have a commitment to you guys to get this shit done. Right. And I'm drugged up and drinking tea and coughing and hacking. And I'm here to talk about the sixth track. <laughs> All right. Well, Tom, last week we had the great. Meth dealer Zach thrown on. And boy, was that fun. Oh, he was awesome. Such a great fucking interview. He was awesome. And I'm sure we did a poll. Uh, how'd that go? Yes, we did. We got tried to get a little creative with this one because we talked about so many different things during that interview with Zach. We wanted to know what you guys thought was the best part of the discussion. So was it talking about the Gene Simmons band? Our little uh, detour about the Godfather movies, Zach's history about him and his fandom as a kiss nerd, or him talking about his acting career and all the 90210 meth dealing shit. Uh, This is a pretty good poll. Uh, 37% said the Gene Simmons band, 29% said Zach's history, 21% said his acting career, and 13% enjoyed his little conversation about the Godfather movies. Yeah, Brad Baird, our buddy, says he gives Craig Gass a run for his money. He certainly does. Absolutely, he does with his Gene Simmons impression. Beach Boys are the goat. He's That's an interesting handle. 
says, I love the Gene Simmons band and Zach's history, but the 90210 part was the best. I was a huge fan of that show all the way until the end. What a cool story. Yes, indeed it was. Uh, it was a great episode. We had so much fun talking to him. Dr. Love 1984. Zach is such a cool dude. I went to a Corey Taylor show in September and I had meet a meet and greet w- was representing kiss. And when it came to picture time, he's like, Hey, where is the revenge guy? No. <laughs> it had to be me in the group picture. And then he shares a couple pictures that he had with the group, Corey Taylor and the whole guy and the whole gang. And then him and Zach himself. And he is wearing a revenge t-shirt. Very cool. Dr. Love 84. I love seeing that. And then Scott with three T's. Says, great episode. I think Zach undersold his acting career. A quick Google search shows that he also appeared as Jim Steinman in the Meatloaf TV movie. Wow. Also did three episodes of Party of Five, three episodes of perhaps the greatest TV series ever made, Zeus, Pop Rock. (laughs) Uh, There is a uh, a reel of his acting chops somebody had made on youtube so if you go search and then there's a big scene that he does a real dramatic I mean, he's a good actor i'm not gonna yeah. lie oh yeah yeah there's a big scene he does with nev campbell from party of five mm-hmm. and he talks about his he's like getting all emotional and he's looking at her I'm like dude she used to be when we were back then she was oh, hottie. i loved her she was I awesome. agree. naturally yes. cute and stuff yep. on party of five she was great constantly cute <laughs> You know, Sparrow Fawcett, Brooke Shields. These people are constantly cute and throw in Ace Frehley. <laughs> you, you can't just sit and see now we can never use cute ever again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, all right. That's what we got for Twitter. What do we got on the book of face this week? <laughs> I'm a handsome man. Um, The great Tom Selling, not Selick. I know I won't say it. I love that you guys have been getting the scoop on things. Oh, all I can say is this. If you thought 2003 was big. Holy fuck. Brace yourself. Brace yourself, fool. We got some shit in the works going on that could be oh, blown up big time. Lee, shit do we yeah. have. Yep. Okay? Yep. Just, I- I'm telling you, and then you guys are going to lose your fucking mind. Yep. Anyway, uh, Keith Rochford. Zach is awesome. Still remember watching and still have the Heights soundtrack. Oh, no. He sang three tracks on there with the guy that... Chuck Donahue down a flight of stairs. What's with all these people throwing people down a flight? We talked about Robert Parrish the other day. And he oh yeah, his girl down a flight of stairs. Uh, Ray Pruitt was his name, right? Mm-hmm. From nine hundred two one zero. That's chucked, right. Chucked her down a flight of stairs, as Chris Rock would say. There's a reason to kick an old man down a flight of stairs. Just don't do don't it. Do it. He's <laughs> the best. Uh, oh no. Uh-oh. Kevon Jepson. Giggity, 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 giggity. Yes, finally you guys got him on. Zach is such a great stand-up guy. Met him numerous times, and he's always the best. He gave me a set list from the last Kiss Cruise. Cool little story here. 
So after the last Kiss Cruise, I got home on November 3rd, had tickets to see Ace Friday in Green Bay on the 5th. I was super tired, and Zach was Ace's bass player that night. So I made my way up to the front side. When he saw me, he generally seemed super happy and excited to see me. He was like, holy shit, why are you here again? He came over while playing, gave me a high five. Fun interview, gents. Nothing but love for Zach. Awesome stuff. Nice. Yeah, remember when we talked about Zach? Like, we thought that Gene was talking to us and looking at us. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the fucking lights in my face. Exactly. The Greek Thunder from Down Under, Thanos Akratides. Well done, guys. Another great episode. Zach was absolutely brilliant guest. I get the feeling his story is one of the many that resembles our story as being Kiss fans from a young age. He sounds like a nice guy and would love to meet him one day. Quite amazed at what he achieved in his career to date. Just want to tell you guys that these kind of interviews are what makes your show so special. The questions Tom and Zeus ask and the genuine love for Kiss music is evident throughout interviews with people that have been touched by Kiss or the members of Kiss as always. Love you guys. Keep well. And hello from down under. Hello, my friend. Hello, my friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, we appreciate the compliments, Donis. And uh, yeah, Zach is just fantastic. Mark Weiss found the playlist on Spotify. Listening to one now. This is perfect. Thanks for doing this. Look at you thinking about the fans. That's all it's about, brother. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to be listening to those playlists for the most part. We're doing that for you guys. It's a nice little complimentary piece of the episode. Yeah. So for us, for all those who don't know, what we've been doing is we've been doing playlists on Spotify of what our episodes are about. So if we did a uh, top 10 summer songs for Kiss, now you'll have my list and you'll have Tom's list. Or if we did an ARC episode, the songs from that episode, the album we reviewed. And eventually and, this episode, eventually this particular episode right here, this will be a, a, a Spotify playlist. Exactly. But you have to you have to search for us under profile, because when you search for Shout Out Loudcast, you'll get the podcast page with all the episodes. But we also have a profile, and that's where you go, and you will find all the corresponding playlists. So we're a little backlog there. So be patient with us. We're going to have them all up and running soon. Yeah. And we're labeling them episode, yep. you know, 43 episode this. And yep. so you'll, you'll see it. Okay. Yep. So every episode that has some kind of list or top 10 or draft, will then have a corresponding Spotify playlist for you guys to have. Kelly Jim Blair, ace voice. I like Ted Nugent ever hear Frank bear. I blew out a lung laughing. Great show. Nice. Dan Hool, not the, the mute? mute. No, not the mute from Stonehill. That was a fun ass PC. Listening to Zach's story was awesome. I was a fan of Beverly Hills 90210, the Brenda years. Uh, so, of course, I ran to YouTube and typed in Beverly Hills 90210, David Crank, and it pulled up Zach. Oh, Freaking my God. Hilarious. That's Another awesome. Home run guys. Um, yeah, over on loud casters. Oh, this one's great. Oliver Villar. Another awesome interview, Thomas Zeus. This was the first time I actually figured out the clue to an upcoming episode. That's at right. A first glance. Just like you guys. I also followed 90210 uh, during my first year of college in 91. Wow. Same age, same everything. 
That's awesome. Uh, Daniel Hall of Houston. Zeus doesn't like free-for-all and strangehold. How dare he? The Nuge is an idiot, but I am from eastern part of Washington State. I'm pretty sure newborn babies get issued copies of Double Live Gonzo. I can't help it. Some I of his stuff, some some of his stuff is good. I mean, he's a fucking bozo, but some he's a great guitar. Like Stranglehold and some of those songs are pretty awesome. Yeah, I can help it. That's why I don't listen. Okay, there you go. <laughs> don't worry, we'll do Wango Tango for an ARC album <laughs> yeah. soon. Yeah. Thankfully, as bad as Sonny's picks are, I don't think you'll ever pick fucking him. And I know you're not. So. No, because it's classic rock. Sonny don't, yeah. doesn't do that. No, no. Over on our Instagram page, uh, Brad Baird says, great interview, guys. Zach has it. And then the great Bruce Kulick writes, always proud of this man. You should be. He's fucking awesome. Yep. All right. Oh, and okay. I also. Oh. Yep. And I also failed to mention on Twitter that we got a retweet from our buddy uh, Todd Kearns retweet and said, brother, Zach. So that was cool to see Todd uh, check that one out, too. So, yeah, cool stuff Uh, on our YouTube page. Patrick, 2420. Are those cashews stuck in Ace's teeth or those just his teeth? (laughs) Broken piano keys. Yeah, he doesn't have a dental plan with with that. Yeah. Andy Patterson, 7567. Congratulations on getting Mr. Throne. Let's hope he didn't offer you meth like he did David Silver. (laughs) Keep up the great work and landing great guests. You guys are tearing 2024 a new one. Your fan and listener, Andy Patterson. Oh, thank you, Andy. Appreciate that. And we'll end on this one, Tom. Chris Flood. Uh, uh, Just fantastic. Didn't even know who this guy was. And yes, I could listen to him talk for four hours. Just want to commend you guys. You never make fun of each other like other lame podcasts do. Always professional, always funny. Try it sometimes, idiots. But Tom and Zeus will still be better. Wow. I know that I know that's a compliment, but I'm kind of curious. Who is he talking about? So, Chris, you got to let us know. Yeah. Uh, what other show makes fun of each other? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if I listened to him, I would know. Well, I know I don't know because I don't listen. Yeah, I know. We know only because people tell us. And yeah, for the stuff that we read on the air, other people we're friends with will tell us, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. Uh, but, Tom, that's what I got. All right. Let's wrap up feedback here with a nice Facebook DM here that we got from Jim Haworth. Hey, guys, I've been listening for a few years now, but I've never felt compelled to bother you. First of all, Jim, you're never bothering us with any kind of message. However, your recent episode on Dynasty prompted me to reach out. I want you to know how much I appreciate the work and love you put into these album reviews. I got into Kiss around Animalize, but I didn't really deep dive into them until the Revenge era. As I eventually accumulated their entire catalog, the albums were all dropped into the Kiss stew of songs. I absorbed all the older material as individual songs as not a, and not as albums as they were originally intended to be heard. Many songs were dismissed because they didn't really stand out as individual songs and were deleted from my phone. Your album reviews have really helped me to go back and give some of these songs a second chance in the album format. Like many other people, Kiss meant much more to me than just a band. 
Going back through the albums and rediscovering some of these obscure songs has been a helpful part of my grieving process since their final show. I really appreciate hearing others like you who enjoy songs like Hard Times and give unique perspectives that seem honest, informed, and from the heart. Best wishes, Jim. And yes, I like Kiss. <laughs> Jim, that is awesome, buddy. We love hearing from people that have been listening to us but have never really reached out. Please, you're never bothering us. We can't get enough of, of interaction with listeners and fans. So thank you so much. Really, really appreciate you taking the time to write such a great message to us. And for that, my friend, Jim, you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. And we love when we get our DMs. We get a lot of DMs on Instagram, uh, especially lately. Um, You know, we get nice comments and I try to keep track of as much as I can. But uh, sometimes we just we get a chance to read them and then it makes it brings a smile to our face. But we don't have a chance to email everybody or message everybody back. Believe it or not, we actually have other real careers and families that we try to run and. Yep. Um, you know, Tom has been a little bit under the weather. Uh, it's me. It's a little bit, it's during hockey season for me. So coaching and stuff, there's a lot of precedent here. So there's as much time as we can, we'll try to get back to you guys. And I want to give a special shout out, Tom, to Joey Sasso. Yes. Uh, we had a running dialogue with him um on Instagram. He DM'd us and follows us and had some real nice things to say. Nice um, to us. And uh just want to give him a a quick shout out. I guess Joey was uh, like a reality show on something that the circle, I think it was called okay. something like that. He's a yep. reality show winner and something, but more importantly, he was a, he is a kiss fan. That's all that matters. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's, what's so great about it. Yeah. So Joey, thank you for that. And Tom, what we want to do is thank some more people. Yes. Um, and that, Thankful uh, salute goes out to our Patreon family, specifically to Cody Gard, who joined earlier today as a spaceman. Uh, Cody, thank you for joining the family. Uh, Our Patreon is, you know, when we started this a couple years back, we, we were hoping that we'd get a nice little group of people that support the show, have some fun. We're well over a hundred members at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I can't tell you how honored and thankful we are to all those that are part of our Patreon family, how much it helps the show. You know, there's stuff that we're doing behind the scenes to get great guests like the ones that you've been hearing lately and the ones that will be coming soon. And Patreon is a big part of that. Uh Patreon is where people can subscribe. And make a monetary uh, contribution to the show to help us out. And it's a huge help. And you can join in four different tiers. And uh, amongst those tiers, you get some perks back from us. Whether it's involvement in the show, whether it's merch, whether it's polls, whether it's uh, sneak peeks, previews, video chats. We try to do as much as we can to help you guys. And because you guys are doing so much to help us. Patreon, you can find a link to it right from our website, 
If you go to shoutitoutloudcast.com, right on the landing page, you can click on Patreon and find out all about it, or go to patreon.com or Patreon the app, look for creators, shout it out loudcast, find a tier that works for you, and you know, help the show. It's the best way to help us out. Maybe people like what we're doing. They want us to continue and keep growing and keep getting bigger and better. Come join the Patreon family and have some fun. And once again, Cody, thank you. And thank you to the rest of the Patreon family. Yeah, Cody, thank you so much for joining the family. We truly appreciate, appreciate everything that each and every one of you guys do for us every month with Patreon. It's a huge, huge help to the show. And please continue checking us out. If you're not part of the Patreon family, go to patreon.com. Look for us. Click on the link on our website. And we got Zeus's pick for ARC in February. And after that, in the month of March, is the Patreon pick. So become part of the family because you guys have been doing my bidding. I was just going to say, you mean the... Tom pick pot too. That's exactly right, baby. But anyways, I like that Aerosmith pick. So that was good. Okay. That worked out, but Cody and everybody else. Thank you so much. Yeah, Tom. And one other thing I want to commend you because even though you look uh, a little sick, (laughs) your, your mental uh, awareness is spot on. You want to know why? Because you're a handsome bastard, you went to well, it's that college. Too. It's that too. It's because I'm getting a little help from my friend, known as Magic Mind. And if you don't know what Magic Mind is, we didn't know about it either until we found out. And boy, are we glad we did. Do more, stress less. Magic Mind is a little bottle of magic. It contains over twelve different ingredients. To stimulate your focus, your creativity, your energy, motivation, decreases stress. It helps you rest and focus. It is incredible. I take one every morning with my coffee. They urge you to kind of mix it with your daily caffeine intake. And as you take it, it builds up over the days. The more you take it, kind of has a cumulative effect. It's fantastic. Again, it helps you focus. And everybody knows I talk about how early I get up in the morning on my commute. It's wonderful. And we got a special deal with the people of Magic Mind. You go to magicmind.com and use the code SIOL20, and that'll save you on the subscription that you can do. And if you're not interested in a subscription, which you should, because that's where you save all your money, you can buy individually, but urge you to please check them out, magicmind.com. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, I use it as well, Tom. I use it for my tea. Uh, It has made a difference for me. Yep. As you've been saying it, you started on it earlier than I did, and I jumped on it too as well. And with my mind always being scatterbraining, this helps me get a little bit more focused and ready to go. Yes. Uh, thank you, uh, Magic Mind. So what we do next, Tom, is we go to this world. Yep. So once again, nothing band-specific going on. We have member-specific things and former member-specific things. So the big thing here is Gene Simmons announced that his event this year is going to be kind of what he did last year after the end of the road show where you could record a song with him at Electric Lady in New York City this year in May. He's doing you can record a song with him at the Hideout Recording Studios in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's going to be May 4th and 5th. He'll spend the day in studio recording a song with Gene Simmons, all this other good stuff. 
We've already had some people reach out and ask us. No, we are not going to be signing on to this one. Hopefully Gene's been pretty active with doing one or two of these a year. We're hoping that maybe at the end of the year, he does something a little bit different. Uh, but if you're interested, you can check that out. You can go to Gene Simmons recording studio events.com or find all the information on the Facebook page and Twitter page for Gene Simmons. So it looks like a cool thing. If that's your thing that you're interested in, check it out. Gene's the man. So you'll have fun with him regardless. And then of course, there's always ACE news. Meet me in New York City. Pre-order the Sam Ash New York City in-store exclusive bubblegum vinyl variant. <laughs> and you'll get to meet him in person at Sam Ash Music on West 34th Street in New York City on Saturday, February 24th. We know that there's only about 62,000 different vinyl variants of 10,000 volts. So if you want this special bubblegum one, Go to his Facebook page and all the details are there because you need every version of that album. Yeah, he's got, he still put on new clips of him in that new Man on the Moon video shoot. You know, he he seems cognitive better. Maybe he's using Magic Mind. Who knows? But he <laughs> seems like he's uh, a lot more awake yeah. and into what he's doing. Um, I, I'm happy to see it. But unfortunately, he's putting back out videos. Well, I shouldn't say he of him performing. Yikes. Even the even the ace cult has jumped ship. Yeah. The um, specific one of him trying to do the new song, 10,000 Votes, was getting absolutely destroyed uh, online. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know what to say. It's been pretty brutal. I mean, I said that there's too many words in that song for him to do that live. And uh, I, I wish that was the only problem. But, uh, yeah, it's not looking good. No. <laughs> no. And, again, we tease about all the different vinyl variants. Yes, we know it's the record company. It's not Ace. But still. It's funny to see that there's like every time you open up Facebook or Twitter, well, actually not Twitter, because we said this before we recorded. Ace hasn't tweeted in two years. Uh, but anyways, back to the vinyl variant. We know that that's the record company thing. And every time you go on his Facebook page, there's a new one. It's crazy. Whatever. Good luck. God bless. I'm never going to make fun of anybody because I have about 10,000 copies of Love Gun. So go get all your different versions of 10,000 volts if that's what you want. Yeah. God bless. Uh, I think that's. Uh... The only thing that's in the news. Oh, there was also a, a nice photo Bruce put up of him, Tommy, and Eric. They went out to some sort of event together, yeah, which, looked, cool. which looked nice, and that's yep. great. Um, and they look like they're having some fun, so good yep. for them. Yep, that was very cool. Yep, love Bruce. And that's it for Kiss News. Yeah, kind of quiet. I, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that. There's nothing going on, <laughs> but we kind of expected this. So, yeah. Well. Let's take a quick little break, and uh, we'll be right back. Hold on a second. If you meet me in the store in New York, you might also be able to pick up the cassette single for Constantly Cute. The B-side to that is me singing, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. 
I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, uh, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? 
Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. Uh, Zeus, we had some problems with Ace. He was getting lost. He was on East 34th Street <laughs> for the signing. And uh, where, where the hell is this Sam Ash? What am I supposed to do with a pack of bubble gum? Uh, no, Ace, it's a bubblegum colored variant of your vinyl. And you're in the wrong part of the city. <laughs> so there might be a delay for that meet and greet. All right. Uh, Tom, we're doing another one of these uh, numbered uh, track on a Kiss album. This time we're up to track number six. Yes. Now, for many of these, you, this is sometimes the last song on track one or what a lot of these are is the opener to side two. Yes. And I remember when we did the fifth track and I remember being like, Oh boy, this is where songs go to die. Cause it was not great. I mean, it's kiss. So of course we made 10 songs that we liked, but you're right. Cause usually song five is usually the end of side one. So you said like song six is usually the beginning of side two back in the days when you had cassettes and vinyl. Um, but anyways, I love these episodes because it's us just talking about the music, talking about the albums. It's a creative way to talk about the songs without doing an album review where we can just get creative and just talk about a song from every album. And I, I just love this because, you know, we do, we love our interviews. We love our reviews. We love our whatever, but you know, talking about just the music is always a good time. Yeah, and this is a lot of fun. And these things, because yep. we always pick the four solo albums as well. So there's 20 studio albums. So we're up to 24 songs, and we get to do a top 10 list. Yeah, and I actually think that the number six track was pretty friggin' strong, especially compared to the number five track, for me at least. Much better. Yeah, I agree. In my opinion, yep. this was hard. Yeah, I agree. Very yeah. and, hard. And I'll tell you right now, put it this way. The number 10 track for me on this list is a song that like I legitimately like the number 10 track when we did the the fifth track was that's the kind of sugar Papa likes, <laughs> which is not a terrible song. But the fact that that actually made my list shows you how shallow uh, we were digging. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Uh, yeah. It was hard. I'm telling yeah. you, this was hard for me. I agree. Yeah. All right, Tom, why don't you lead us off? All right, number 10 for me is one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite song off an album that you despise. Oh, I know what this is. And it's this. right the fantastic 
fantastic pop perfection of tomorrow from Unmasked. More like whoop perfection. Oh, stop it. Just that, that chorus. That chorus is magnificent. Oh, just terrible oh. fucking kiss music. I can't believe you. How, how dare you? Well, because you're going to be an ass to me, I'm going to be an ass back. And I'm going to pick this as my number 10. That's right, Tom. Fast kiss under the gun. I have grown to tolerate this over the years. When we first started this podcast, I was like, this is awful. But it's 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 okay. I, I definitely don't hate this the way you hate tomorrow off unmasked. But I don't yeah. I don't go I don't go out of my I don't seek this song out, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. It's grown on me. The live animalized uncensored version of this is fucking hilarious. I think this is the power. Paul shoves his ass in our face. Oh, it's just God. guitars blistering on this. Bruce kills. It just, it's fucking yep. under the gun. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Number nine for me. Again, I think this is a pretty strong list of selections that we have. Um, number nine for me is a song. I'm sure you'll probably have on your list, probably much higher than mine. If you have it, which you will. Uh, and it's this one. comes up to me (laughs) 
all hell's breaking loose from Lick It Up. We love the song. We love the album. And we certainly love that video. Woo. Oh, oh, God. That, that song is just way too good. I can't, and I, can't, I cannot can't, wait until we review that album. Oh, my God. Yeah, it can't be denied. No, it's it's great. It's yep. fucking great. Yep. Fucking great. Yep. Now, number nine for me. I know there's no way this is on your list. Oh, man. the debut album kissing time oh come on are you serious i love it out of all these tracks three singers singing and peter's peter's verse the best of the three fucking love it you know what the, you, know, you know what i'll give you i'll give you uh, you're right when that when they're singing the verses the verses are really catchy it's just that chorus is horrendous <laughs> but you're right it's what I don't know. What? Under the gun and kissing time. <laughs> 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 All right. No, number eight for me is off of an album that I champion, and we haven't reviewed it yet, but here it is.
off a of Carnival of Souls jungle. Oh, you yes. <laughs> what? I How many brought the fart spray? Oh my god! <laughs> In the jungle. Yeah, the vocals are not strong. The music is fantastic, especially the chorus. Oh, chorus fucking rips. Oh, I love oh it. Every time I no. Which one's that? <laughs> um, master and slave. Oh, then this is even worse. <laughs> you know what? To get back at you, I'm going with this. What do you mean <laughs> to get back? And what did I do? <laughs> As number eight. That's right. Off the legendary album, which we've yet to review, Destroyer, Sweet Pain. Okay. Is this like a, is this like smashes, thrashes, and shit pot too? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is happening here? Sweet Pain is awesome. It's all about oh bondage and God. the way Gene sings it. His vocals are all incredible. I fucking love it. This is why I love this show because me and you are on polar <laughs> opposite ends. I think if someone's like, Dude, this is your idea of kiss music? Sweet pain jungle kissing time tomorrow under the gun? Yes. It'll get better. Trust me, it'll get better. I think we'll start having overlaps. If they did a fucking concert with these songs, oh my God. I, I'd be in heaven. Oh, me too. Oh, of course. Me too. All right. Number seven for me. We've reviewed this album. This song has certainly a ton of fatigue, but it's still a classic. Here we go. I don't think I ever need to hear it live again, and I probably won't because I'm not touring, but I love it loud off of Creatures of the Night. Still has a lot of nostalgia for me with that video when I thought Kiss was dead, uh, but I, I, the, it got really, really boring and fatigued as they just continually played it. And it just, to me, didn't tr- never really translated live very well, but still a classic. 
Uh, Tom, that's my number seven as well. Okay. So duplicate there. I, I, I there are times when I hear it and it's fresh. Me too. And I and I find the brilliance in it. Yep. And then there are other times I'm like, are you fucking kidding me again? Uh, it, it has fatigue problems, but you can't deny it when it's fresh and you and you want to hear it. Ah, oh, is it great? I agree. And if you want to break the fatigue factor, go to YouTube and watch the video while you're hearing it. It adds so much more. And if you really want to enjoy yourself, go look at the Beavis and Butthead clip when they're oh. watching it. They're pretty cool. Not bad for a, for bunch, a bunch of mimes. Of mimes. Exactly. Yeah. All right. My number six. Off of one of my all-time favorite albums, which we have reviewed, another Gene track. Here we go. Let me tell you my story. I've got a man-sized predicament. And it's a big one. Goes like this. Yeah. of revenge domino hell yeah love this song of course the video is ridiculous but it's awesome standout track on a spectacular album and f all of you that think revenge is overrated i like the song i don't know i like it i don't know if i'd put this on my list we'll see i like it okay i like it i just do i like it better than some of these other ones well no okay We'll see. We'll find okay. out soon enough. Okay. All right. So number six for me, I'm going with another fatigue song that we all know and love, and that's this.
have to put Love Gun on here as much as I'm annoyed with it and, and really fatigued with it. Wow. Yeah, it's my number six. I, I, I'm shocked you put it on here. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't deny it. I agree. I agree. You can't. And I'll be honest with you. It's the studio version. I, I, I have no need for the, uh, a live version of this anymore. Just Paul has killed it. The fly. I agree. Over, the stupid shit. You know. Well, it's funny. We saw the end of the road tour so many times, and they played Love Gun, and they played I Love It Loud. And it's you're right. It, it, it beat it into the ground. Yeah. It just there's no need for it for me. At least for me, I, yep. I don't. I don't have any. No, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, number five. I have a feeling you're going to have this ranked much higher than me, even though I have it ranked at number five. But here we go. Off a of Hotter Than Hell, another Gene track, All The Way. Yeah, I love this song. I, I, I think it's fucking great. Yep. So I just think, first of all, it's the exact opposite of what we were just saying with I Love It Loud and Love Gun. There's no fatigue factor here. It's fresh every single time you hear it, because the only time you're going to hear it is when you put on Hotter Than Hell. And it's raw. It's got a great chorus. Gene sounds awesome. Real hooky, catchy song. Got some uh, cowbell in it. Yeah, oh, fantastic cowbell, cowbell, great tune. All right, number five for me is a song I know you'll probably as number one, and that's this. Dress to kill, come on and love me. How do you have it that low? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Should be number one always. Okay. Okay. Ah, <sighs> uh, we'll save comment comments on that. All right. Okay. Number four. Number four for me. So my top 
four were pretty tricky because these are all fucking classics for me. And I know we, we talk about this one all the time, specifically the video. Here we go. That's right. Arguably the greatest kiss clip ever. Love them and leave them. Number four. A limousine is waiting. Such a great song. And it's funny because hey, it's so hey, repetitive. Hey, hey. It's such a repetitive song. It's like dun 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 dun. Like yeah. But that that chorus. Dun, dun. Oh, so great. So fucking great. Love the song. Love yep. it. Love it. Love it. Yep. Uh, I love it so much. It's a duplicate. Number four. Love oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you might have it a little bit higher, but that's pretty high. Yeah. Love them and leave them. Number All four. Right. Uh, number three. This comes off of arguably the greatest solo album. Oh, here we go. That's right. Off of Paul Stanley's It's 
all right. I always say, we always say, if half of these songs were on Kiss albums, they would have been absolute live staples, including this one. Fucking amazing song. I love the song. Yep. Um, that's your number three, right? Yep. Uh, my number three is a duplicate. And you've okay. already done it, and that's all the way. Okay. Two for me is a duplicate. I have it a little higher. There is fatigue factor, but it's one of those songs that when I hear it, I still love it. Uh, and it's the title track off a of love gun. I, I just think it's a fucking great song. And I hate to penalize songs because of fatigue factor. Cause it's not the song's fault. Uh, it's a great song. So. Okay. All right. My number two is a duplicate. It's uh, it's all right. That's my number two. Yep. Great. Fucking one. love it. Best problem song of all the solo albums. Ooh. Wow. Okay. The number one is no surprise, arguably my favorite Kiss song, and I will stomp my feet and wave my fist in the air that it's never played live anymore, and that is Come On and Love Me. You had a little bit higher on your list or lower on your list, depending on how you want to look at it. Fucking fantastic song, and I don't know. I'm on an island here, I think. I love the fucking studio version because I love how you can really hear that acoustic kind of overlay as opposed to the live version. The live version is great on uh, on a live, but I, I always go to the uh, the studio version. Yeah, the thing about this song is that uh, if they didn't have I'm a Capricorn, she's a cancer, oh my I'm God. telling you, I think this song would be higher ranked. For me. Oh, now you're penalizing them on lyrics. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> the other great thing about the studio version is you really, really get to hear Gene's overlay harmony vocals. Like it's it's just the, the go back and listen to the studio version. Of this I can hear amazing. I can hear Peter symbols. Yeah, that's awesome, right? Yeah, it's I, fucking I mean, great, yeah, great. The production on the by Bogart is great. Oh, I love it. Yeah. All right, number one is a duplicate, and this is a tough one, and it just eked out. It's all right, and that's all hell's breaking loose. Wow, number one. That fucking riff. Wow, is so incredibly cool. The, even the fucking Paul when you ah, take it and ding, 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 and Vinny pops in. Oh my yep. God. The fucking rap shit. This is what I'm talking about when I say Paul Stanley, nobody can catch him in a hook and a chorus. Yeah. That chorus and this hook is just off the fucking charts. So catchy. Rock the nation. Oh, so fucking good. Yeah, All Hell's Breaking Loose is number one for me. We had nice. a few duplicates here. Yep. Tom, let's look at the, li- the list of songs, okay? I love this. Yes, do it. Kissing Time, I had, you didn't. All the way, we both did. Come on, love me. We both did. Sweet Pain, you think it's pain. I yeah. liked it. I have yeah. it. Uh, love and Leave Them, we both picked. The video, yep. right? That's all of course. we oh Yeah, of God. course. Yep. Love Gun, we both almost reluctantly had yeah. it. I'm forced into doing it. Easy thing was an easy decision not to put on the list. Um, New York Groove. I can't believe you didn't have that. Honorable mention for me. Yeah. Okay, that's my one of two honorable mentions. Okay. Living in Sin. Considered it. That's that's an honorable mention for me. Yeah, I considered it. Yep. Uh, It's all right. We both had it, and we both had it high. So if you really look at it, I think it's all right if you do the fucking rankings like we do in ARC is the number one. I had it number two, and you had it three. Yes. Nothing comes closer than that. 
Except yep. for we both had Love Him, Leave Him at four. Right. Okay. Uh, and Come On and Love Me was five. Number one for you. All the way was uh, three for me and five for you. So I I would say those songs are the most popular. Yep. It's all right. Come On and Love Me and All the Way. Um, all the way. All the way. Magic Touch, neither of us took it. I know. Yikes. Sorry. I don't mind the song either, but I just. Eh. Tomorrow you took. I. Yeah, maybe tomorrow I'll pick it. I can't uh, believe you did not have this song on your. I thought for sure you would have this on your top 10. I almost had Under the Rose. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I will say that I do have it here listed as my honorable mention under the okay. rose. I like okay. it a lot. Uh, I love it loud. We both kind of reluctantly had it. Yep. A lot of fatigue. And then all hell's breaking loose. Um, you had it nine. I had it as number one. Under the gun. I had it. You didn't. Love's a deadly weapon. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Wes, it didn't make it. And it wasn't even close to making this list. Nope. This was one of those cross off. Like, I don't have to consider it. Move on. Yep. For me. Uh, same thing with the next one. No, this is an honorable mention for me. So my way, you have it as a fucking honorable, honorable mention. mention. Fuck yeah. Hey, you know what you should do, Zeus? Go on YouTube and listen to the isolated <laughs> vocals of that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Somebody must yeah. should have told me about it. <laughs> um, loves like a dip slap in the face. I, I almost like, picked this. I, I, I like that. I like I like that song. That was a hard decision keeping that yeah. off. I like yeah. that song. Yep. Uh Domino, you had it. I like that song. It just didn't make it. Yep. Jungle, no thanks. You had it is number eight for you. How did you not have this? If I had a third, maybe I would have put yeah. this in there because again, you wanted the best. I like only in the sense that all four members sing. Okay. Hot and cold isn't that bad for Gene on Sonic yeah. Boom, but it wasn't going to make this list. Long way down, eh, not making my list. I'll be honest with you, it would never make my list. Long way down is a pretty good song on a bad album. That's uh-huh. that's not a bad song on Monster, but yeah, it's never going to make a list like this. But this is an interesting list. Yeah. Some good songs here and some, you know. Uh, it's kind of funny. It, it's it's funny when you look at, like, Love Gun, like, the title track is the sixth song on the album. Like yeah. that's 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 weird. I mean, usually yeah. usually the title track is like the leadoff track. Yep. Um, and I love it loud, kind of you know buried in there too at at six. Yeah, interesting so, interesting track selection. Tom, from this list, there's uh, two songs. Am I correct, or three that are on the um, end of the road set list? Love Gun. Yep. I love it loud. Am I missing anything? I think that's it. Right. That's it. Oh, yeah. Well, they, well, remember in St. Louis, they played Jungle? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right after they played Under the Gun. Yeah, and Boise, they played fucking uh, Living in Sin, didn't they? Oh, imagine that. Oof. Yeah, no, you're right. Two of these songs. The made, People, made it on the we're going to do something different. Gene, take this. I'm living in sin at the holiday. I don't see that happening. Anyways, fun list, fun discussion. Yep. You like it. You guys tell us what your top 10 list is and go to the website when the episode is up and post yours because it stays there forever. And yes. obviously post on our social media post. Yes. But, Tom, what we do next is we go to question of the week. You got something? We do. Yes, I do. And of course, and our question of the week is brought to us by our good friend and shout it out loudcast Hall of Famer, the great Tony the Taxman Barone of ABCPA Inc. 
Tony is the man. He has done my taxes. He has done Zeus's taxes. He is fantastic. He's communicative. He's amazing. He's fast. He's reliable. He's amazing. Please check him out. Go to his website, abcpainc.com. You can click on the link there to send him a message, to give him a phone call if you want to. There's links about all the services that he provides. Whether you need work done for a business, accounting, any kind of financial expertise, he has all the resources and all the information that you need for anything involving your businesses or your personal taxes and accounting and financial things that you might need. Please go to his website, abcpainc.com, click on the links and click on all the information to find out everything that he can offer you. Trust us. We've both used them. He is the man. Yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about Tony Barone. Uh, if you have questions, I always say this to everybody. I'm in the professional world too. Call, text him, email him, ask him a question. He'll yep. help you out as best he can. He'll point you in the right direction. Uh, I'm telling you, if you can get a good mechanic, accountant, attorney, plumber, electrician, these are things to hold on to dear. Tony's one of those that you can do the same thing for. Give him a buzz. He's awesome. Absolutely. And the question of the week comes from our buddy, Nick. He says, in a what if kiss multiverse scenario, kind of like the Marvel show, what if, what if after the farewell tour with Ace and Peter, that the band retired the makeup? Tommy Thayer was already a contributing member of the kiss machine at that point. So after the makeup comes off, they move forward with Eric and Tommy but not as the spaceman and not as the Catman. Do you think that in that scenario, could the band have made better records than Sonic Boom and Monster? Could they have gotten back to more revenge era music? No, so I because, look at the. I, so I, uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, because they don't have Bruce. If you want revenge era music, bring Bruce back, not Tommy. Okay. I don't know why you wouldn't bring Bruce back. If you're not using Tommy for makeup, yeah, you would bring, you should bring him back. And if you do, and you're doing that type of music, maybe that might work. Or, I mean, Kiss is just, you never know. It's 2020 hindsight, but you're like, would Paul and Gene still be doing music? Like, I think Sonic Boom and Monster are them trying to hearken back to the olden days with today's modern sound, which is hard to do. Or would they have been like, going back and doing an album that sounds like asylum. I can't see them doing that regardless. Yeah. See that that's the thing about, about this with this question is I think because they had the makeup on, we've even heard them. They're trying to, they, uh, even the album cover, they're trying to go back to rock and roll over and dress to kill. Whereas if there was no makeup and they were moving forward, I think if they got that mindset that, okay, we're not trying to redo what we did 30 years ago. We're going to try to make a follow-up to revenge or something like that. I think they could have, because we know that Eric is a friggin' hard rock, heavy metal style drummer. Tommy could pretty much do anything that he's asked to do. And obviously we've seen Paul and Gene do revenge in carnival of souls. So I think it could have happened. I don't know. I let, I, I say this all the time. I love what if questions, cause they're just, they could go on endless conversations. Um, I don't know. I mean, like you said, though, if you're going to not put the makeup back on, you got to bring Bruce back. Yeah, you have not? to bring Bruce back. What do you need Tommy for now? Exactly. Exactly. Right. But anyways, great question, Nick. Thank you for submitting that to us. We appreciate it. And if you want your question 
of the week read and sponsored by ABCPA Inc. You know where to get that done. All right, Tom, where can people find us? Yes, go to our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. That's the place where you can find everything, all of our episodes, the Shout Out Loudcast episodes, album review crew, Dome Damage, Zeppelin Chronicles. You can click on the links for our Amazon shopping, our Shout Out Loudcast merch, all of our links to our social media, all our links to our Patreon. Thank you again, Cody. You can also comment directly on the episodes that we have, and you can check out all of our rankings, all of our pictures with all of our amazing guests. And so much more. Please go to our website. That's a place to find everything. And you can also use our website to submit a question of the week. We get those in the form of an email. Or if you want, you can go the old-fashioned route and send us an email at shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. We read every single email that you send us. We try to get to each and every one of them during the show. Sometimes we don't have time. But please trust us. You send us an email. We are both reading it. And we always talk about whatever we get from an email from you guys or a DM or whatever. So please do that. And of course, follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And we always like to say that we are a proud member of the Pantheon podcast network of shows. Yep. You can always DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're now on threads. Uh, Tom has been getting around to trying to get our TikTok uh, account off the ground. Yep. Yeah. And and as Tom mentioned earlier, we have our Spotify profile up there with playlists, and you'll find this playlist up there. Subscribe to the playlists we have, download them, and uh, hope you enjoy those. You can uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, that is a big help to the show. And give us one of those five-star child reviews so people can find our podcast. It helps us out, and we always give a shout-out. When you do so, uh, you can always go to our website, shout it out loudcast, uh, dot com, shout it out loudcast.com. There you can go to our Amazon store. As Tom has mentioned, our merch, you can buy all sorts of stuff. I'm telling you, our ace cult stuff is uh, outdoing our regular stuff. And uh, I'm trying to put those up now as uh, hoodies and things like that. So you can buy different designs and things like that. But check out our website at shoutitoutloudcast.com. What we like to do is end on famous last words. Tom, do you have any? Of course. I didn't know just what to do. I couldn't seem to take my eyes off you. You know I wanted to just to take you home, but that's not your style. Oh, oh settle down. Yeah, there's no speed limit where I'm coming from. Let's hit the highway doing 69. Oh, God almighty. The classic. Under the gun. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, Tom, Loudcasters, Kiss Army, thank you. Guys, you're the best. Thank you for everything. Appreciate it. As always, Zeus is always my friend. Thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. Hit the music. What I'd like now is for all you the noise down while I show your ladies what a real sexy man looks like. Listen, all you people out there sitting on rented furniture, settle down. Cut the music. Anybody see Richie? Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo?
What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.